Hello and welcome to Inside Your County Government, a podcast that brings you an inside look at the people and events in and around county government that shape our Charles County. I'm your host, Brent Huber. In this episode, we're mixing things up a bit and we're going inside NORAD. That's right, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, because we're tracking Santa Claus. All right, welcome. Sometimes we get the opportunity here to go outside of our county government and explore something that has an impact locally. And NORAD's efforts to track Santa on Christmas Eve, well, that's something that does. So joining me right now is Major Cameron Hillier of the Royal Canadian Air Force. Major, welcome. Uh, thank you, and thanks for having me. Uh, it's really great that you have, you know, you take the time to, to talk to us about, you know, NORAD and tracking Santa. So let's start with NORAD. What's, what's NORAD's mission? So NORAD uh, was formulated in uh, 1958, basically as a recognition of a common threat, basically being the Soviet threat at the time. And our mission uh, is three primary ones, is aerospace warning, aerospace control, and maritime warning. In layman's terms, basically we monitor the sea uh, maritime approaches and the air approaches to both Canada and the U.S. to detect what potential threats are incoming. And then the aerospace control component is essentially things like launching jet fighters to uh, investigate and ensure the uh, defense and protection of both our countries. That's quite an, quite an undertaking and quite a job. And tell me, how does Santa fit into this? Because, I mean, he's got to enter our space at some point, right? All right, so I, I guess I should open up and say that Santa isn't by no stretch of the imagination a threat to Canada or the United States. However, the same equipment that we use 365 days out of the year, 366 on a leap year such as this year, are used to detect, track, and address any potential threats to the country. So whether they be our radars, our satellites, or our uh, fighter aircraft to enforce uh, our sovereign territory. So Santa comes into the picture, basically the extension of the assets we use day to day. So our radar systems and the North Warning System, which is along the north of Alaska and Canada, detect Santa's movements out of the North Pole. And as he transits west, exiting radar range, then we can transit to our satellite systems, which day to day uh, monitor ballistic missile activity through the heat signatures on his infrared sensors. On the 24th of December, however, a much more lighthearted mission mm-hmm. as far as tracking Rudolph. Rudolph knows emits <laughs> a very uh, luminescent and the significant heat signature that we can track him through our uh, satellite systems, which are about 22,000 miles above the Earth. And we track his progress globally until finally uh, Santa comes back into the uh, the Western Hemisphere where our First, uh, our CF-18 fighter jets out of the Royal Canadian Air Force greet Santa at, off of the coast of Newfoundland, Canada, and then escort them through Canadian airspace, where they then hand over to our F-16 or F-15 pilots through American airspace, and then finally continuing westward, chasing twilight, as it were, into Alaska, where F-22s resume the handoff, and then Santa proceeds off to Hawaii, and then eventually ends up back at the North Pole. Wow, that is quite an operation to take place all over a 24-hour period, isn't it? Well, certainly, yes. Santa is a fast-moving track. Uh, however, uh, we do this you know, 24-7, 365, so it's just a matter of incorporating Santa, Santa's movements into our regular monitoring activity. 
So how long has NORAD actually been tracking Santa? NORAD was formed in 1958, uh, but mm-hmm. tracking of Santa actually began in 1955. Oh, that wow. was actually with a predecessor to NORAD, with the Continental Air Defense Command. So while the discussions of what NORAD would eventually come to be were still in, in, uh, in discussion, in 1955, CONAD, as is known, was executing that mission primarily from the American standpoint. Going back to 1955 and what came to be you know, the NORAD tracking Santa tradition is that uh, there was a local Sears ad that published uh, an advertisement today for children to call a certain number and then have the opportunity to discuss their wish list with Santa, uh, which is a great promotional activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only issue is, is that the number they printed wasn't for Santa at all. It Uh-oh. was, it was actually for the Conan Operations Center. So oh if, no! So if you can imagine, if you're on duty on Christmas Eve in 1955, you know what? What's your primary consideration? Right. Right. right? It's what are the Soviets bringing? Yeah, air defense. Right? Exactly. So if you have this very hard, like Cold War mindset, and then all of a sudden you're getting inundated with children looking to talk to Santa. So Colonel Harry Schaup, uh, who was the uh, the commander on duty that night, basically put two and two together and playing along, just essentially assured the children calling in that uh, you know we'd track uh, Santa's progress, and then no doubt he would make it to their home safely. You know later on that evening, and then he instructed the rest of the operations crew to do the exact same. So that was the the happy accident and the origin of NORAD Track Santa back in 1955. And Colonel Harry Shep continued that in years following. And it was a tradition that NORAD adopted and has carried on since for 65 years. That is absolutely incredible. I had no idea that it went back that far and it actually started the way that it started. That That is an amazing story. And it is amazing thing that you do to ensure children all over the world that Santa is Santa's on his way. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing too, right? Is that uh, NORAD is a, is a bi-national organization between Canada and the United States. And so obviously our primary mission is for the aerospace defense of Canada and the U.S. But Santa is by all accounts a global phenomenon. This program is, is translated in multiple languages. And on December 24th, we get calls from all around the world because Everyone is extremely keen to find out where Santa is and when's he coming to their house. That's right, because so the kids can get in bed because, you know, Santa can't come down the chimney unless you're in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and certainly we've had a number of phone calls from parents, actually, uh, looking looking for that authoritative voice to basically tell the kids to go to bed right now. Norad's on the phone and says, Santa doesn't come until you're in bed asleep. So... Uh, we're happy to l- lend our support wherever we can to parents around the world in that small effort. But at the same time, a uh, number of other calls from children from all around the world again that you know basically look for that interaction with uh, NORAD and what the progress is for tracking Santa. And all I can say is that uh, that is a, a unique experience in and of itself. Uh, if you can only imagine, you know, having you know hundreds of thousands of kids call in looking for that to update on where Santa is and the, the crazy left field questions that can come out of that. Uh, <laughs> s- s- 
it, it it pulls you in. Uh, you're truly enveloped by the Christmas spirit, and uh, truly entertained uh, by the the people and the people of uh, children of all ages, I should say, uh, on the other end of the line. Absolutely. So, what are some of the things that over the years that NORAD has actually learned about Santa? <laughs> uh, well, it's uh, he's a he's a private individual, as you can certainly uh-huh. imagine, very busy throughout the entire year. We have learned that he is kind enough to slow down as he approaches North America to allow our jet fighters the opportunity to escort him through Canadian and U.S. airspace. He can buy all stretches of the imagination, blow right past all of our escorts. But uh, he's very kind, slows down, gives a little wave, and we tip our wings to him each time and try not to interfere him in a routine that he's established over centuries. And he's very well adept at uh, executing and we try not to get in his way (laughs) i can imagine that i can imagine that and i can imagine there's a lot of thrill for uh for for the pilots that uh get to say hello by tipping a wing to uh to santa as he crosses over from one boundary into the next (laughs) yeah certainly uh a once in a lifetime opportunity it's a something that they look forward to uh, every year as a matter of fact in the next couple of weeks, I think, uh, a couple of weeks, a couple of days, I should say, uh, the Royal Canadian Air Force is going to announce who their uh, fighter escorts are for this year. And uh, that's something oh, awesome. they do every year. It's We have some some rare, you know, silhouetted footage, you know, highly classified mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> but uh, if you go to at Norad Santa, Facebook or Twitter, uh, then you can catch a little glimpse of that footage. I was just going to ask that. How do how do people see maybe what the pilots might see or see the track? How how do people get more info? So uh, there's always the traditional way that we've had in uh, years past it was one eight seven seven high NORAD. So that you can call in and get a live operator, and they will give you the information. The challenge this year is that uh, much fewer live operators than in years past. Reason being is because uh, typically we have about 1,500 volunteers that support the call center. And these are folks uh, not only within the community here at Colorado Springs, which is where Norad headquarters is based, but folks who actually drive from uh, around the country to come in and support that activity. Uh, So we're very happy to have them uh, each and every year, but due to COVID concerns and uh, health and safety precautions, I can't support that this year. So we've uh, reduced the uh, the call center basically pertains as within a close knit community within the military who usually support this, but also we'll have a recorded message for anyone who doesn't get to a live operator so they can get uh, an update that way. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, we have our website, which is www.noradsana.org. And that's my personal favorite, the way to track Santa, to be honest with you. But the thing is, is that uh, every December 24th, the the Santa tracker starts. So the moment you log into the website on December 24th, you'll be treated with basically uh, a graphic of Santa's current location and a tally of the the amount of gifts he's given out at that point in time. So, uh, yeah, my personal favorite. But uh, alternatively to that, the website is live right now another one of my favorite features is the uh, the advent calendar the the arcade advent calendar so starting on december 1st or right up until december 24th uh, there will be one new game released every day 
to kind of count down towards Christmas Eve. And the games in there are way more difficult than you think they should be. <laughs> uh, at least, at least from an old man, anyway. Like it's way, it's way beyond my not... skill level. But uh, I, I, I like the challenge all the same. Every day releases a new game. Uh, other than that, on social media, we have Facebook and Twitter primarily at Norad Santa. The Facebook account also provides a messenger capability as well. So on December 24th, uh, you can message in and we'll have a team of folks who can provide the latest on uh, Santa's whereabouts and how he's getting getting along and what NORAD is doing to track his progress. And of course, there's Twitter as well. And uh, oh, two other things. Uh, uh-huh. something, so, something that uh, some folks don't necessarily think about, but it's certainly there. There's If you drive a GM vehicle and have the OnStar feature, you can hit the little blue button, ask where Santa is, and you'll get uh, his latest whereabouts. In addition to that, uh, there's also Amazon Alexa. So you can just access the Alexa skill, ask where Santa is, and Alexa even will give you the latest. Oh, that is awesome. That is totally awesome. This is an absolutely incredible program and an incredible thing that that NORAD does every single year and has been doing for, for so long out of an out of a happy accident. No, and uh, and the thing is, I mean, like NORAD is a military organization, right? Between two nations, but at its core, obviously, is a military organization. So uh, this is not something that uh, you know is innate within military personnel to do. So it's brought together and made possible by the many volunteers uh, and other corporations and organizations that lend their skills and expertise and their equipment to make it all possible, whether it's the call center, whether it's the website, whether it's the apps on uh, Apple App Store and Google Play Store, which I forgot to mention, these folks lean in, provide their assistance, and make the experience what it is for everybody else. And we greatly appreciate their efforts. Absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. And if anybody wants more info, I will put uh, the links in the show notes and you can go to the website get all the information that, that you could possibly imagine about how NORAD puts all this together and who helps put all of this together every single year. Major Cameron Hiller, thank you so much. No, no, again, thanks. Thanks for having me, and thanks for all your uh, listeners. And uh, you know, just wanted to let you know that uh, we do this on December 24th each and every year, but we're also keeping an eye on the skies for every day throughout the year as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can find more great podcasts online at charlescountymd.gov slash podcast. Like this episode and head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We can be found under Charles County Government.